Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Daniel Life of Zoe podcast. This is your host, Zori. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys um, being patient while I took a little bit of a summer hiatus, if you will. Um, um, it's been about four weeks or a month since I last connected with everybody, but just wanted to catch up. Um, I officially sent my youngest today back to school and my oldest will go back in two days. And yeah, just, I'm sure like many of you, I am just kind of riding out the last bit of the summer wave and just trying to get in as much final, you know, fun quality time as we can with the kiddos. Um, this weekend we just kind of did a few last minute school prep things and whatnot. And yeah, you know, the usual summer rigmarole, right? So we go through, we got to get all the supplies, which I thankfully had some time off this summer. I had the sabbatical. So I was able to like get uniforms and back to school clothes and shoes and all that spread away. Um, neither of my girls really need a ton of school supplies. So school supply runs are usually pretty mild, but then this weekend we had to get, um, like for my older, I had to get like new, you know, you get them ready back to school and, you know, I had to get them both like new undergarments and, you know, undershirts and things like that. Just kind of like the last minute things. Um, the baby needed new socks and another pair of shoes and she needed like her classroom. They, um, remove their outdoor shoes and change into indoor shoes at her classroom. So I had to get like some slippers and stuff for school. Um, and package up, you know, change of clothes because she's five. She's in kindergarten this year. And, you know, they just, they have to have an extra set of clothes. Um, and then her teacher does a, um, they call it a housekeeping calendar. So I don't know if anyone else has this with their kids. But they're, um, my youngest teacher, um, her classroom teacher sends me a housekeeping calendar for their class. And each month we get a new one. And essentially each family is assigned to bring something every day of the um, month. Um, of the school week month and today was our turn so we had to send in some nectarines and some fennel bulbs um to be honest I didn't even know what the hell fennel was um so I was googling and going into the grocery store last night trying to figure it out um it actually smells pretty fantastic I'm gonna have to find out what you actually use fennel for um it smells kind of like herbal so maybe kind of like tea drinks I know they've had like ginger tea and stuff last year in their preschool and she has the same teacher so I know she likes to teach them different recipes and expand their palate by tasting new things that they help to make and then we also had to bring in some nectarines, um, which again, I have never had a nectarine in my life. I don't think it looks like a cross between like an apple and a peach. Um, anyway, long story short, I was in the grocery store last night, picking that stuff up. Um, funny story about back to school. So my youngest is in a Montessori setting. So she has had the same teacher. This will be her third year with this teacher. So she had her in pre-K three, four and kinder. And last year at the end of the school year my daughter came home with a plant um she came home with a little baby aloe plant and you know I was like well how cute you know she's like Miss Lager sent us home with plants there was no note no explanation I just assumed she was supposed to keep this plant right if you know anything about me and you've known me long enough um you will know that I do not um 
get along with well with nature. I'm allergic to many, many things on the outdoors. So I do not have what people refer to as a green thumb, right? I, I don't keep plants alive. I prefer, if you're going to give me something, please don't make it flowers because I just, I will sneeze and just be miserable, even though they're beautiful to look at. It's just, it just makes me sneeze. Um, so she brings home this aloe plant. Aloe's relatively mild, right? So I'm like, cool, sure. Tried to keep this damn thing alive. I could not for the life of me keep the plant alive. Um, I Googled how to, you know, how to maintain an aloe plant. Do you need to water it often? Do you not? Um, and I was like, maybe it's not getting enough sunlight. So I put it outside for a bit and nothing, right? This thing was just shriveling up and dying. Well, the plant dies. So I chuck it, right? I'm not going to sit here and mourn the loss of the plant. So last week, of course, in back to school prep mode, the teachers are sending out notices and memos and whatnot. And she sends out like her welcome back to school newsletter. And then in the newsletter, lo and behold, there's a note. All the kinders that took a plant at the end of the school year, please remember to bring the plant back. So I'm like, oh, Jesus, Lord. I was supposed to keep this thing alive all summer so that it would return to their classroom. So I also had to buy an aloe plant last night because I the original one. Um, very much so like, you know, like a class goldfish that everybody brings at home on the weekends and it just doesn't make it. So every parent is just replacing the freaking goldfish. Yeah, I replaced the aloe plant. Um, my friends found it hilarious when I shared. I was like, I didn't know I was supposed to keep it alive. Um, so, you know, it just little chaos as per usual when it comes to me. Um, so with the um, back to school, I just, I'm not as emotional as I feel I typically am, which is not a bad thing. Um, however, I do feel like this summer went by super quick and it makes me a little sad. Oh my gosh. It's like the only time of year that like we have that's nice, you know, um, we live in New England, Connecticut, and, you know, spring is kind of like meh. Most of the time it's freaking raining or it's still cold or it's not as enjoyable. And then, of course, I'm allergic to life. So, you know, everything blooming is just not a good look for me to be outside. Um, and then summer comes and it's like super brief because the summer just flew by and then we're back into fall, which I absolutely love fall. Um, we're not quite there yet, quote unquote, officially, right? I'm officially a fall baby. So my birthday's right after fall kicks off. Um, I love fall. I think autumn is just a beautiful season and I love to see, you know, the leaves change and everything just transition and get ready for winter. Um, I'm not super keen on the cold though. You know, I've lived here for now nearly 30 years so you know I'm used to it you know I think you know that it's coming you know that it's going to be cold for months and months on end just suck it up and, and do what it is right um I am looking forward to fall activities so I do like that I do like that the fall brings like fairs and things to do on the weekends which is fun um actually we actually we have a really fun trip coming up this weekend um as a family and we are going to be going to Salem for the very first time um which should be tons of fun and then we'll be we'll be staying there overnight in that area so then like we can hit Boston on Sunday. And then we have Monday off, which is great. We still have time to recoup and recover, which is wonderful. Um, 
Yeah, I just, a couple things about back to school. Why aren't the kids just back in school after Labor Day? Like, why do we do this to ourselves? Like, my youngest, yeah, she'll have almost an entire week um, of school. But then my oldest will only literally go to school for two days, three days off, and then she goes back to school. Um, it just seems kind of foolish and silly to me. Like, well, let's just ride it out through Labor Day. Um, I know parents that work and don't have endless amount of vacation time because camps end so early. Um, would probably hate me. I'm so sorry. But I just think like, what's the point? Like all this hustle and bustle, like let's just wait through Labor Day and then we can like all jump back into reality, but whatever. Um, along with back to school, we get um, dance kicks off after Labor Day. So we are going to be in full swing in total between the two kids. There will be five dance classes being taken um, during the course of the week. So it's going to be just a little bit of mayhem, a little bit of chaos, but it should be fun. Um, I do look forward to like, I'll be looking forward to like their winter recital because they're both doing at least two classes each. My oldest will be doing three. So it should be fun, a nice variety um, of numbers that we'll be able to see during the fall. I mean, during the winter um, session. So that should be exciting. Um, yeah, so back to school, full swing, everybody's, you know, up and running. And I think, you know, I've had friends in the South that their kids have been in school for a few weeks. So, you know, I've been seeing back to school trickle in. I can't believe the number of freshmen that I'm seeing this time around within my friends. I'm just like, there's no way. Um, but I'll have a freshman next year. I have an eighth grader this year. And I just think that's bananas that I have a kid that old. Um, I don't feel old older enough um to have kids of this age but here we are um fun exciting thing we are looking to um potentially celebrate my daughter's quince and with that we've been like inquiring on different venues and kind of taking a look at different venues and yesterday i had a day off um to take her to hang out with her friend who's been in california all summer and before we went to get her friend we went to see a venue, which I really had my heart set on. I think the aesthetic of this place is just beautiful. Um, so we went and I said, well, come with me and let me know what you think. You know, I really think the aesthetic is really cool. And I think we could do a lot with the space. Um, and they offer like they offer catering and all kinds of stuff. It's a really nice spot. And we went and she like fell in love with it. She's like, I really like this place. Um, so, you know, just fun, exciting things to like keep me occupied, keep my mind running and going all the time, which you guys know my mind is always running because I'm always doing something. Um, in the last couple of weeks, I did buy myself a um, website domain and I have officially launched a day in the life of Zori.com, my website, which will link my podcast episodes as well as my blog posts. Um, and I'll also be incorporating any other, you know, just social media posts or life updates, I'll like navigate and kind of source that through the website, which is fun and exciting. Um, it's a new venue for me. So, you know, be patient if it doesn't look a hundred percent pristine. Um, but yeah, it's just something fun for me to kind of like keep busy and keep tying all these dots together. Um, outside of back to school and just returning to work and all the mayhem, I have found a new relaxing therapy obsession. Um, I call it therapy, quote unquote, because uh, it's just so relaxing for me. So I have been obsessed with Pearl, um, like a Pearl channel on TikTok. It's called Pearl Lab X. And what they do is they essentially sell you pearls 
from like clams, like a live clam opening. Um, So essentially you go through their website and you're like, oh, I want these kinds of pearls, right? They have all different kinds. Um, They have some shaped ones. So it's freshwater pearls. They, you know, cultivate and farm the clams that grow the pearls. And, you know, they plant the seed if they want specific shapes or whatnot, but they are 100% freshwater pearls. And essentially, you'll you'll see people place orders and they open their orders on live on TikTok. And you can see, like, what type of pearl these people are getting. It's the most relaxing thing to watch right before you go to sleep. Like, they tell you all about the pearls. They tell you all about how they, you know, they farm them and cultivate the clam and how they recycle the shell into more seed um, to make the seed shapes and whatnot. It's like the most wonderful thing. So I did order from them. I got my first order of pearls and they are 100% authentic pearl um, pearls, you know, so I got some and then I did recently in the last couple of weeks also order and then had them customize them into jewelry for me. Um, I haven't received that order yet. It takes a few weeks for them to do the customizing and then to ship it. But it's my new obsession, Pearl Lab X. Shout out to Andrew um, and Addie, but Andrew and Kimomo are the channel that I follow. Um, they're on Pearl Lab. Pearl Lab X is the main channel, and um, Andrew and Kimomo go live on Pearl Lab X underscore three three on TikTok, and they're just like Andrew's fantastic. He just teaches you all about the you know, clams and pearl, um, harvesting and whatnot. So like you see people join that are newer and have, you know, don't know exactly what the pearl journey is to like grow and cultivate and farm pearls. Um, and it's just really cool and educational and I just love it. Um, it's like super relaxing to me. So that's just my newest obsession. Um, my second new thing is my daughter has been my teenager has been, well, she's always been into like super like skincare stuff, but she goes through and like finds all these new skincare products and routines and things to do with your face, right? So my face um, looks pretty good, actually. Not too bad, except for this one giant pimple that I got this week. I'm like breaking out like a teenager. Anyway, um, but she's been finding all these different products and I am obsessed like her skin looks flawless so she's been taking care of my skin at night like I'll wash my face and she does a whole routine on me at night and like I'm not gonna lie my skin feels pretty good um so much so that like I don't want to like kick it on with makeup um so that's kind of like a new thing I'm just kind of like exploring different things obviously I'm approaching my 40s I have a teenager who's freshly 13 our faces aren't the same but like most certainly I'm looking forward to like researching and knowing what the different products she's looking into and utilizing are and what benefits they might have for my skincare. I mean, my skin feels pretty good because we do have somewhat similar skin, um, like, cons- uh, what do you call it? like complexions, but of course she's much, much, much fairer than I am. So, um, some of the products that she's like obsessed with give her like a glow or bronzing, um, which I don't necessarily always need, but, um, she looks beautiful and radiant all the time, so I'm kind of jealous uh, of her gorgeous, perfect skin tone. But everything um, with that is just fun and interesting, and it's just kind of like a nice way for us to bond at the end of the day. Um, you know, she's just chit-chatting. Both my kids talk my ear off, so that's like an endless rigmarole of just yapping. But um, it's fun, and I love to have those individual things to connect with them. My little one is obsessed with lip color, so she 
loves to wear her lipstick. And like Sunday at church, they had, um, they were doing a dance with the kids from Bible summer camp, which she had, which I got to attend the last day of Bible summer camp. This was our very first year running a Bible summer camp for the kids. And can I just tell you, these kids loved, loved, loved every minute of summer camp. They thought it was the best and they wanted more music and dancing and they wish it could last much longer than the week. It was so much fun. So like, I'm super excited to be able to work with the kids and kind of have that positive impact, especially as a leader um, in the church. But my little one, of course, is obsessed with makeup. So on the last day, she knew it was going to be like fancy. And on Sunday, she knew it was going to be like you know, they were going to be dancing in front of the whole church. So she had to have her whole makeup done. So she had eyeshadow and lipstick and I had to curl her bangs and all kinds of stuff. So she's just so extra and I love it. But the kids just absolutely were so excited and they had so much fun. And it was just like such a rewarding experience to have it be something that like directly impacts the kids that I come in contact frequently. Um, you know, my friends, kids and my own kids and my nieces. Um, so it was so much fun and I definitely look forward to having that again, repeat itself next year. And I'm definitely going to be saving some additional days just for that time. Um, in addition, what are we doing? My husband was in Iowa for a week. Um, the land of corn apparently he brought me home a little snow globe and it has corn featured on it. Um, he was in Des Moines, Iowa, and he was gone far longer than I ever anticipated. It felt like an eternal week um, to be mom and solo, but I really did miss him. So I'm so glad he's home and just kind of, I know he's running around, you know, juggling 80,000 things, but I'm so happy to have him home. So um, other than that, you guys, we're just looking forward to getting these kids back to school 100%. My oldest starts in two days, which means my early morning wake-ups return, um, my 5.30 wake-ups. But, um, you know, I just feel like it just gives us much, much, much more structure. And it's just, I just feel like everybody just gets more motivated and runs around and does everything they need to do when they need to do it without a whole lot of hassle. So, um, here is to a successful school year for all of my friends with kids, or if you are going to school yourself or you are, um, a young adult going to, you know, high school, college, managing both work and school, whatever it is that you're doing. I hope that you have a fantastic semester, school year, whatever it may be. And, you know, I just pray that everybody is blessed, healthy, happy, thriving, learning, you know, growing and doing all the things that you need to do. Um, God bless the teachers out there, um, all of the educators, staff, administration, lunch ladies, bus drivers, crosswalk um, staff, everybody that has to do anything with kids. You know, I just, I truly tip my hat to you because it is not an easy job. It is not an easy feat. Um, in 180 days, damn, you earn that summer because it's just bananas. These kids keep you on your toes all the time. And it's just not, e not an easy job. It's not a job that I envy. It's not a job that I want. Um, but I definitely commend and, you know, send prayers of, you know, health and well-being and prosperity to all of these individuals that have anything to do with our children and helping mold their minds. Um, and, you know, nurturing their hearts because teachers connect with kids in ways that we would, we will never really know or understand. Um, I think that we need to 
appreciate. If you are a parent and you are not deeply involved in your child's classroom or with your child's teacher, um, I definitely encourage you to do so. You know, every year I, you know, at the first opportunity of meeting with the teachers, I say, you know, anything you need for the classroom, um, you know, if it's within my means to do it, please reach out and I'll be more than happy to, to help accommodate or figure it out or help support. You know, if you need paper towels, you need tissues, you need, you know, wipes, like, let me know. Um, these teachers do a lot and they contribute so much to our kids' lives and it's the least I can do. You're taking my kid for eight hours a day. Um, the least I can do is get you some basic supplies for my child and other children to utilize in your classroom. Um, so I have no qualms about that. And if you have any qualms about that and you say, oh, well, they should be buying that stuff, teachers don't get paid that much. Um, and they are deeply unappreciated and deeply underpaid. And you as a parent should think that if your child is in that classroom and utilizing any of the supplies provided to them, my girls, again, like I said, require minimal school supplies. So if I'm not spending bank on school supplies that they don't need, the least I can do is provide things for the classroom that they do need, that they do utilize. Um, so, you know, if you have any qualms about that, I really do um, recommend that you assess, you know, what it is that you have qualms with and really rethink that situation because teachers are out here doing the damn thing, going in every damn day and, you know, dealing with children that are difficult, dealing with parents that are even more difficult and they're dealing with so much, right? They're just kind of taking in stuff from the administration, from, you know, the superintendent, anything going on in the district, they're doing things in their, you know, in their schools if they have no administration. Um, they're coming in with, you know, rotating kid rosters and, so many things and they are still able to, you know, keep their cool, deal with our children, teach our children, be caring and loving and, you know, teaching our kids all kinds of things um, and expanding their minds to the world and to the realities of this world. And I really think that it's very important that we partner and connect with them and are in communication with them to one, better understand what it is that our kids are receiving from them, but also to find ways where we can help support and lighten that load, right? We as parents are still responsible for our children. We are responsible for their education as well. And it is important that we connect and partner so that our kids can thrive. So most certainly I encourage you to, um, you know, connect with your teacher. If that's not something that you routinely do, I do encourage you to reach out to them, ask them, do they have an Amazon wish list? Something as simple as that, where you can send supplies, um, you know, from Amazon, you don't even have to run to the store. It's, it's anything is welcome. Anything is a big help and anything is a help to relieve that pressure or burden on a teacher that has to go out and pick up all these extra supplies. Um, you know, I know many teachers and I know how much pride um, they take in investing and, and setting up their classroom for their students to make it a homey place, to make it a safe space for our kids. And it's the least that we can do is to help support that journey um, and to help support all year round, not just the beginning of the school year, but all throughout the year. Um, you know, I know that not everybody has the means to do it, but if there's anything within your means, you know, maybe you get, maybe you get some help with, um, you know, maybe you get 
food stamps or some some kind of aid um, that you get some extra things that maybe you can send some of those extra things into your classroom, um, whether it be snacks or fruit or paper towels or tissues, whatever it is, you know, anything um, is certainly welcome and helps to be an aid to your child's classroom. Because remember, at the end of the day, your child is one of those students and they're utilizing and draining a lot of those resources and things that are provided to them in the classroom. So the least we could do is to help replenish some of that. Um, anyway, with that, friends, I'm, I think I've rambled long enough, but it's just kind of like a quick catch up. I will certainly post a new update um, once we do Salem, and I'll hopefully try and get some um, images and stuff to post on the website. So again, feel free to check out my website where my episodes will be um, housed as well as my um, blog post. And officially yesterday was my 10th year of having a blog. So I've officially been blogging for a decade now, um, which has been so much fun. And of course, that blog eventually evolved into what you're listening to, which is my A Day in the Life of Zori podcast. Um, again, you can check it out, www.adayinthelifeofzori.com. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for following. I appreciate all the love and follows. And thank you so much for your support. Until next time. Bye.